Come on. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right. Rock, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Money Savage Engage. This is George Grumbacher. Rock Thomas is the founder of Rock Thomas International and M1 Mastermind. He's an NLP practitioner. He's a self-made millionaire, best-selling author, and a speaker. I'm excited to have you on. Rock, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, with the coronavirus, I don't know if I'm much more of a speaker these days, at least right. publicly. There'll be a lot more of online stuff. But, you know, I fell in love with personal development after meeting Tony Robbins. And most of my life, I uh, struggled as a, as a farm kid coming out of Canada, working hard, driving a taxi and doing anything with long hours and low pay until I realized that with personal development, you can actually change your belief systems. You can change the way you see the world. You can change the way you process things and you can level up in so many different areas you just have to be surrounded by the right people and the right concepts and and be willing to i was saying that if you're willing to pay the price to practice in private you can perform in public like a pro it's a lot of peace but it really means that you know what you do consistently at home before eight o'clock in the morning and after eight o'clock at night will lead to really really great results in the real world and i've become pretty good at helping people kind of define those things work on those and through my mastermind helped 55 people in the last four years become multimillionaires. And it's been a fun process to figure out how to run this thing called our brain. It's really just software. And I continually learn, continually grow. I haven't figured it all out, but certainly figured a couple of things out that help people. Nice. Well, I certainly appreciate that. I don't think there's too many of us that want to be working long hours for low pay, but there's probably too many of us who are. And is that just because we're stuck in uh, kind of this is the way that, 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 that we've always thought that we're supposed to be doing it and we've never been exposed to somebody doing it different? Yeah, I think we are our programming. We are a, a, you know, a product of our environment. We've all heard that before. But I grew up on a farm and my father used to repeatedly say to me, you know, get outside. You're going to you know, work hard. One day you're going to have to work hard like me. Right. He sat at his desk and. He worked, you know, weekends, and I, I, I never got to play with him. I, I remember one day looking forward to playing with him, and it was the day he was going to throw the football with me. And I came downstairs, and then I, I saw him at his desk again. I'm like, Dad, are you ready? And he goes, ready for what? And I knew that he just completely forgot. And when I reminded him, he got upset and angry and stood up and scolded me. And, and I, I never asked him to play again. And I have zero memory of playing. So the programming that happens when we're growing up is evidence to how we think we should live our life. And then we try to go and match it out there. So if you were told that life is easy, then you're probably looking for the easy route. If you're told that money doesn't grow on trees, then you might believe it's difficult. 
So it's up to us to go, is this belief useful and empowering or is it disempowering? So I went on a hunt for empowering beliefs. And one of them is that life doesn't have any meaning until you show up and give it meaning. And everything's possible. We're going through these difficult times, but I'll tell you what, there's a lot of people that are being creative right now and, and finding ways to make masks at home and add value and, and pivot and be strong. And there's other people that are mired in their programming of life shouldn't be this way and the government should bail me out. So it's a beautiful journey. It's a beautiful possibility. But if you're not surrounded by somebody that's really learned how to program the mind, you might be stuck with what you got. Yeah. Life doesn't have any meaning until you show up and give it meaning. Can you go a little deeper into that? Yeah. Um, you know, I I grew up uh, being called pizza face by my brothers and sisters because I had a lot of acne. And so I gave it the meaning of being ugly. And every day I woke up, hmm. I looked in the mirror and I looked for another pimple and I and I tried to hide it and I'd steal my, my sister's makeup and try to put something on it and hide it and tell my mom I was sick and not go to school. And I took on this belief that this one label made me ugly. I gave it that meaning. And we're, we're always giving things meaning, right? We're driving around, somebody cuts us off, and we go, what does that mean? That means that person's an idiot. Instead, that person could be rushing to the hospital with a pregnant person in the back seat. We don't know. So we become these meaning machines. But most of the time, unfortunately, the meanings are negative. When I learned how to change that, I chose a different vision called Clint Eastwood. And I gave it a meaning of ruggedly handsome, and I gave myself a new label of ruggedly handsome, nice. and it changed the way I perceived myself. My confidence went up, and just through repeating whatever mantra you want inside, I'm an idiot, I'm slow, I'm shy, I'm stupid, or I'm funny, I'm smart, I'm ruggedly handsome, I'm not a farm boy working hard, I'm now somebody that works smart. When you learn to change what things mean, then you can change the way you're going to show up. And that's become a big part of my training. Yeah, I think that that's such a powerful, uh, such a powerful thing right there. And, and, and for sure, when you're driving and somebody cuts you off, that's a million, it's got to be 10 out of 10. You think, oh, what, that guy's a real jerk, you know? So we, we default to negative. I think that's, that's so interesting. And, and the stories that we tell ourselves, it really becomes, becomes, becomes our reality. Um, all right. So, well, yeah, another great example on that, George, though, just because I think it's valuable is if you've ever been waiting for somebody that's late and after 15 minutes, you're like, you know, what's wrong? Did they get in a car accident and our mind goes negative and then they show up half an hour later and they walk in casually and you're like, what happened? And they're like, what do you mean? What happened? And like, you're half an hour late. They go, oh, no, I thought it was 430. It's four. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just down the street reading a book at the bookstore. And, but we made all of it up and we do this on an ongoing basis. So instead of making up, you know, things that are disempowering, you have the choice to make things up that are great. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I, I actually did that yesterday. <laughs> Just, I totally did. When, when, uh, something was unexpected. I, I, I did default uh, quickly to, oh no, something bad has happened. I, rec I, I stopped and I said, well, no, there's a million different reasons that this could be happening. Let's just, let's just actually figure out what's happening. So when we talk about affirmations yeah. and, and is this, is, 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 is that part of that, that, that NLP, that neuro, neuro linguistic programming? 
Yeah, it is. Uh, it's, a, it's a niche of it. And I mean, we all are talking to ourselves all day long, right? We have this inner narrative that never stops. It's like, okay, I'm driving along and I'm going to be late for work. And God, I feel like having a coffee, but I shouldn't have a coffee. I've already had one. <laughs> we're, constantly, we're constantly talking to ourselves. So affirmations are just consciously choosing a script that's going to empower you. And people do it in sports. People do it in, in, in athletics mostly that we're conscious of. They're going to be, okay, when I, when I step on the field, I'm focused. The ball comes to me. I see it. It's clear. I catch it, and I run into the end zone. Yes, let's go. So they direct their mind purposefully, and it's okay in sports. But catch somebody in the office walking around before they make a call. Okay, I'm going to get on that call. I'm going to be directed, focused. I'm going to listen to that person and build rapport. I'm going to be on top of it. Yeah, bam. And people are going to go, put him in the nut house. Right? Yep, for, uh, that's 100% true. But yes, those are all things that, that, that I've personally done. So, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I mean, successful people will do it and successful people don't care, right? Like I have a scroll here from the greatest salesman in the world called I Will Greet Each Day with Love in My Heart. And it's three pages long. And if you read through it and you, 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 you allow your mind to digest it and you go out into the day, you're going to be a more heartfelt person. Somebody cuts you off, you're probably going to respond in a more you know, compassionate way. So we have to constantly direct our mind. Our mind sorts negativity, by the way. Like on your desktop, on your computer, mm-hmm. you'll store all the negative stuff. 30 days you go to Starbucks, you have a coffee every day, and on one day you're not paying attention, you spill the coffee on yourself and you burn yourself. Well, guess what? Probably for the next year or two, every time you get your coffee, you're going to be, okay, careful. Daddy spilled his coffee on him last time because he was talking to you kids or on the phone. And you change your behavior because your mind sorts it to protect you. It needs to. Here's the nuance, though, George, is you have to shuffle the deck. Hmm. You go, thank you. I know that that coffee could burn me, but it's not going to. I don't need to focus on that every time. Just focus, be clear, and now be grateful. Enjoy my coffee. It's a great day. So we're constantly in personal development shuffling the files and pushing the negative ones down to the bottom and re-bringing the ones up through a gratitude practice back up to the top where we can feel great. Because when you feel great, you take more action, get better results, and you get into momentum. Got it. So so that's that's the important practice is that is it it's being mindful of when you are having that negative feeling or emotion and reshuffling the deck at that point? It's that. And it's also surrounding yourself with things that will trigger you to go positive. So again, if you look at, so we'll take sports because I think everybody can relate. A basketball player, he's at the free, uh, at the at the uh, at the line to throw his uh, his foul shot, right? Have you noticed what happens after he he throws the basket, whether he makes it or not? No. Uh-uh. Well, all his teammates will give him a high five or mm. a low five. Right. And it doesn't matter whether he makes it or not. The psychology behind that is that none of us want to let our teammates down or fail or look bad. So imagine if he misses and they don't touch him. They're like, oh, hey, Shed, you missed. And (laughs) yeah, we're going to hang out over here because you now screwed the team. Right. That would be embarrassing. That would. But no, what they're saying is, hey, bro, we got you, man. We know you gave it your best. We know we love you. Uh, the crowd's watching, but we got your back. It doesn't matter. Relax. 
make your next shot. Life is good. But we don't do that with ourselves. So we mess up. And what we do is we beat ourselves up and then we spiral down. So that's why I, I like to encourage people to have rituals and routines and practices and preset um, things that they do. I play a lot of golf and I play with people that after they hit a bad shot, they admonish, admonish themselves so badly. They're like, oh, what an idiot. I always do that. That's not going to lead to better behavior. They think it will, but it's a bad strategy. So the affirmations, the incantations, the um, when things go badly, an opportunity to default to say gratitude or what can I learn from this are better strategies than the default that isn't chosen. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it certainly does. And I think that that's such an important thing that we need to be mindful of is of of doing exactly that and giving ourselves some grace that we're going to make mistakes. And yeah, and yeah. And, and, and to not beat ourselves up because there's 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 no future in it. It's 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 it's, it's not serving us. Yeah. So, so go ahead. No, you go ahead. You're- so um, so doing this work and and making sure or being mindful of the track that that is 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 sort of playing in our head and and managing the emotions that are popping up. How how then can can we help to really amplify our success by those around us? How what 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 role can and does our community play? Well, if you surround yourself with people that see the best version of you, the highest version of you, and they're willing to challenge you to stay in that place, and you have a a really good environment, a lot of times people aren't doing that. We're a uh, we're a social being and it's interesting in these times we can't connect so much person to person. I had a plumber come over to my house yesterday and he came up to shake my hand and I just held my hand up and I said, coronavirus, coronavirus high five. Right. I said, we're not, told- oh yeah, 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 yeah. We want to connect as people, um, but we also don't want to look bad. So we're not always sincere and vulnerable in the ways that we present ourselves when you surround yourself with people that you can be vulnerable with, then you have a chance to, to learn and to grow. And then I suggest to people is declare what you want to create. You want to run a marathon? Tell people you're going to run a marathon. Then have them hold you accountable. But most people don't want to say, oh, I'm going to run a marathon. And then, and then they, they don't really want to do it. And then their friends are like, oh, yeah, I don't want to run one either. So I, I choose, that's why I created a mastermind group where we all agree that we're going to declare our goals and they're going to be goals that are bigger than us. And then we're going to march toward them. And then when we fall down, we're either going to support, encourage, or challenge each other to get there. Probably nothing more important, George, than selecting the people you're going to live your life with, or you're going to be um, part of, obviously your spouse, crucially important, the people you work with, but more than that, you should choose a tribe that you're going to belong to, whatever it is. You know, it's your church or it's your golf group. Um, if you're into golfing, you know you golf with a bunch of lousy golfers. It affects you. Even if you're a good golfer, you have to manage it. You have to watch it. You have to listen to it. It's really good to be around people that have the results you want in your life already. And then you, by osmosis, will be affected by it. That's a real thing. 
right? I, the, I think that, that, that maybe people will discount that, but it really, I mean, I think that we've all heard that you're going to be the average of the, the five or so people that you surround yourself with. So if, 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 if people are in a situation where they're, they're listening to this and they're like, oh, you know what, I maybe could use an upgrade on some of the people in my life, what, what do you say to them? Uh, I say, join my tribe. <laughs> I mean, or, you know, really the way I did it was whenever I went to events or whenever I was listened to a speaker, I would do two things. I'd always try to introduce myself to the speaker because they're usually somebody who's created something great that I want to be part of. And often I would end up becoming, you know, <clears throat> I'm a Tony Robbins trainer. And the way I did it was I went up to him and I said, how do I spend time with you? And he goes, who are you? And I go, Rock Thomas. He goes, um, pay me a hundred thousand dollars. I'll hang out with you. And that's what I did. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so sometimes you got to pay people that are in really, you know, cool positions to hang out with them. I paid Butch Harmon $2,000. He's the guy who coached uh, Tiger Woods at his prime for 20 minutes of his time. So it depends on how badly you want to be around greatness, but greatness has an effect on you because they've got 20, 30 or 40 years of, you know, honing one skill that I want to get insights to. But then there's people that are at that event um, or at the golf training I was at, and you can become friends with those people. And those people are also marching toward greatness. And then you become friends with them. So that's how I did it. And then I curated my own group of people that share like-minded things. I like adventure. I like activity. I like to be very healthy. I like to be very wealthy. And I like to work on my communication skills. So I created a tribe that focused on those things. And we all agree those are the things that we want to develop in ourselves. And it's been a, a wonderful journey now of eight years of doing that over 2,000 people. And, um, and it's been good, good for everybody. Love it. Well, Rock, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? I would say to people that it's really important in life to overcome your negative mind is to develop the ability to say yes and figure it out later. I remember going to play uh, squash once. It's like a racquetball, and I forgot my shoes, and I was playing on a team. There was four games. I was one of the players, and I tried to find some shoes, but nobody had any that they could loan me. So I went to the Lost and Found. They had one shoe. It was a pink shoe. It was a woman's <laughs> shoe. I crammed my foot into it. I played barefoot and pink pink shoe, and I won my round. Nice. And the reason I did is because <clears throat> I said yes to the end result, which was to compete, which was to show up. Too many people get stuck in the how. They're like, yeah, but I don't know how I'm going to build that business. I don't know how I'm going to run a marathon. I've never done it before. I don't know how I'm going to adapt in the coronavirus and, and, and come out a winner. So let me think about it. Just say yes and figure it out later. Well, I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. Rock, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? RockThomas.com, R-O-C-K-T-H-O-M-A-S.com. And if they want to learn more about my tribe, they can go to GoM1.com, G-O-M-1.com, and check us out there. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Rock your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to RockThomas.com as well as GoM1.com. I'll list both of those in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Rock. It's been a pleasure, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.